Welcome to Fine Laws Don't Judge Me, the show about the law in real life. I'm Laura Temme, and I'm joined for our final episode of the year by Joe Fabush. Hey, we got a party today. <laughs> yes, we do. We also have Andy Leonetti. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Keep going. Andy says pass. <laughs> and we actually have the full crew today, so we also have Mady Metha. Hello. Full house of peanut gallery, folks. Hello, guys. Good to be here with you for ringing in the 2023. I was going to say Happy New Year, and then I was like, wait, do I say Merry Christmas? Do I say Happy New Year? <laughs> or I totally flatlined. You did. You, <laughs> so, did. you, you panicked a little, but that's okay. We're you know we're I here did. to have fun today. It's bittersweet because you know show I, of the year. Yeah, I, it's my the our our last episode of the year is always a lot of fun. But it's also the last episode of the year. We have a, a little break from recording for a while. So it's, yeah, it's kind of a mix. But I'm excited for, for what we're getting into today. It's time for lawyers behaving badly. So let's let's kick it off with, with a, uh, a lawyer mess up that a lot of people probably did hear about this year. Andy, you want to fill us or just remind us of what happened during Alex Jones's defamation case? So there's no need to recap Alex Jones's uh, defamation trial because there's <laughs> no. <laughs> al- because it's always in the news. Yeah. Because there's always some level of appeal and a judge some judges always keeps upholding some, you know, judgment against Jones. It's like this week it's like oh a judge says that Alex Jones still has to pay 50 mm-hmm. million dollars or this week it's like oh his case his lawsuit in Connecticut is still is still going to go forward. So like he get, the dude just keeps you know our favorite uh, l'enfant terrible uh keeps <laughs> Ooh, he keeps Andy losing. Yeah. He keeps he, he keeps losing. Um so Alex Jones sucks. That is not up for debate. <laughs> we're not um, here to talk about it, that. unless you're Kanye yeah. West. Then it's oh, yeah, god. We're, yeah. Oh my god. We're, we don't have time to get into Kanye. <laughs> this week we're instead going to talk about Alex Jones's lawyer, F. Andino Raynell. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's too complicated to say, so I'm going to call him Fandino. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and maybe he'll sue us for defamation. Who knows? Oh, great. Perfect. During the defamation trial in Texas this summer, it was just kind of casually brought to Alex Jones's attention by the plaintiff's lawyers, the lawyer who was representing some Sandy Hook parents. He happened to mention to Alex Jones that, did you know that I don't just have texts from your phone related to the Sandy Hook shooting and how you think that all of these parents were crisis actors put up to it by the government, but I actually have all of the contents (laughs) of your phone. Mm -hmm. If you look it up, because the trial was televised and you can find the video, you can find video on YouTube. uh, It's, you can only, it it is the ultimate deer in headlights moment for Alex Jones. It's the man (laughs) realizes that finally for once he has been caught Mm -hmm. in, in, he has been, he has been caught in a lie because earlier in the trial, he had said that, he did not have any texts related to Sandy Hook on his phone anymore, you know, because it happened so long ago and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he essentially had lied on the stand. And so this was kind of, you could just hear the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme playing <laughs> as the plaintiff's lawyer informed him that I have all of the contents of your phone. And the reason he has all of the contents of Alex Jones's phone 
was because uh, Fandino had accidentally turned it all over. Mm-hmm. Like as this this high powered attorney had sent a copy of Jones's entire phone, the text from mm-hmm. Jones's entire phone, not just text related to Sandy Hook, which is what they were requesting, which is what the plaintiff's side was requesting in discovery. Mm-hmm. So this these texts also had to do with Alex Jones's presence at the Capitol on January 6th, yeah. which mm-hmm. which the uh, House Select Committee had been wanting to get a hold of. They had been wanting to get information related to Jones. And so the plaintiff's lawyer said that he couldn't see a reason why he wouldn't just turn it over. The other hilarious thing about this is that Texas has a law related to the turning over of electronic documents to protect against accidental disclosure, which Fandino had done. He had he had accidentally disclosed way too much about his client. Mm-hmm. It was an accident, obviously. Mm-hmm. It was an accident. But Texas gives 10 days for a lawyer like Fandino to figure out he made a mistake and demand the return of the document, and the plaintiff's lawyer would have to would have to return it. Mm-hmm. Plaintiff's lawyer Mark Bankston, however, notified notified Fandino that he had made this mistake, which mm-hmm. he is obligated to do under the law. Right. Fandino let the 10 days go by without ever saying a thing. Yeah. That's that's it. That's what that whole <laughs> like that's what that whole Yeah, like, that's I feel like there's two there's two things in this that are that are really wild to me. The first is this like true, you know, surprise kind of Perry Mason style moment on the witness stand? Because oh, we don't get so that good. in a lot of trials. Like so most good. of the time, most of the time, nothing at a trial is a surprise to anyone yeah. in the room. Like I, I think I've said it on the show before. It's all mm-hmm. theater, and so to have this genuine kind of shock, um, this like shocking revelation during trial when someone's on the witness stand is is very unique. Yeah, if I could try and describe the audio version of the face that Alex Jones made it went. So it goes something like, yeah. The other thing is that, you know, inadvertent disclosures like that are, are more common than you, than you would think, um, especially when it comes to electronic evidence. And that's why we have like the, yeah, the professional rules of responsibility. Like we have these things built in. If you get something by accident, you're obligated to tell the other side that you have it and that you shouldn't have it. And then they can get it back. But like, it's just none, none of this was none of this was followed. Also, uh, Fandino, as I guess we're going to call him, um, didn't complete like a pretty basic step of stepping. So Jones, like, I guess, wanted to fire his previous attorney in Connecticut and was like considering getting Fandino to replace his previous attorney. But in order to do that, if you're fun, fun fact, if you're not barred in a state, and you still want to represent someone and practice law in the state, you have to do what's called pro hack vice. Um, and, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you have to submit an application to the local court if you're an out-of-state attorney. And Fandino didn't do it. And so he was <sighs> not cleared to practice law in the state Even of better. at all. <laughs> now, I do remember talking about this at the time. And for about 20 minutes... He was my favorite lawyer ever because I thought 
he accidentally, oh, in air quotes, yeah. gave up and then was like, nah, I don't care. Oh. But I don't want to, like, you know, cast dispersions or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. But, I mean, it, yeah, it was such a blatant error that mm-hmm. I was like, could that really be? be an accident this guy was a former assistant u.s attorney yeah so you would yeah. you would assume oh my God. that you know but yeah i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe being alex jones's lawyer is just that um <laughs> taxing on a person you know that that these things fall through the cracks <laughs> he also had to apologize earlier in the trial because he had gotten into an argument with uh the plaintiff's lawyer where he had flipped him off oh. in the courtroom and had to apologize. Oh, wow. And he also had accidentally disclosed medical evidence as well, not related to Jones, but but related to medical evidence that could be that it's going to be used in the uh, Connecticut case. This dude just like he was not having a good week. No, yeah. that was a really he bad was week. like he was just like <laughs> he got one request. He got a specific request for discovery, and instead like opened up his computer and was just like Control Select All. Copy paste. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Send>. Oh man. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a bad week for sure. Exposing yourself to a potential like legal malpractice claim from Alex Frickin' mm-hmm. Jones <laughs> is yeah. Fandino's probably looking forward to twenty twenty three. Yeah. I, I would if imagine. I had to guess. Yeah. Which which are there any <laughs> updates? Has he been? Not yet. I was looking and nope, he's still he is still involved in in the in the various uh, Sandy Hook related defamation lawsuits, and he is still going. All right, <laughs> still, still, still trucking. <laughs> it's a bold strategy. See how it yeah. goes for him. <laughs> I guess this one might have been classified as an as an oopsie, <laughs> rather than yeah. like an intentionally yeah. like deceptive. Yeah. Just look over. Just look over at your client, and you're like. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, the, yeah, what are you gonna biggest do? Understatement in legal history. Uh, <laughs> then we get into some lawyers that are like, "We're behaving badly" would be a euphemism. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if the facts alleged against them are true, like this next one that I have, this is not this is not an accident, nor is it a one time thing. It's a it's a repeat cycle of some some pretty shady stuff. Yeah, they're out <laughs> um, there. This is one that would probably not have been on folks' radar, but there was this attorney, he has a Nigerian name, he's from Nigeria, um, so I'm probably going to butcher this, his name, but it's, to my best attempt, Owolabi Salis, I'm just going to call him Salis, and uh, he, he was arrested like years back, like back in 2014, by the New York state prosecutor because he was practicing in the state of New York. He was barred there, even though he had gone to, he'd grown up in Nigeria and gone to law school there. And back in 2014, prosecutors in New York had alleged that he had stolen more than $4,500 a piece from 30 different clients by basically uh, in immigration law, by telling them that they would qualify for green cards when they didn't. And he had filed over a thousand different fraudulent, or sorry, fraudulent and frivolous immigration. No, no, fraudulent is a new Fra- word now. <laughs> I like fraudulent. <laughs> yeah, fraudulent. I, I I blew some people's minds earlier this week by saying all words are made up. Um, so I think we can go with all words are made I'm up. I'm a fan and, of the poor Montel. <laughs> and, and fraudulent is now a word in DJM canon. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds real. I like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
So yeah, like uh, over the course of eight years, he filed like 1,185 fraudulent green card applications, basically soliciting a bunch of clients that believed him when he said, oh, we can file for your green card. You're a likely candidate. And he should have known that they weren't. He was acquitted of all criminal charges, uh, which included multiple counts of grand larceny and attempted grand larceny, scheming to defraud and falsifying business records. So, okay, his criminal charges disappeared, but just because you're cleared from like the feds going after you or even like the state authorities going after you doesn't mean like you're kosher to keep practicing law because you might have violated something, some ethical rules, or you just might be doing something that the association is going to call you out for as being shady. You know, if they think it's like susp, then you could lose your license. Fraudulousness is a, is a grounds for disbarment. Yeah. I, I'm learning some, some new words here. So we've got fraudulous, <laughs> we've got susp. I've, I've susp. never done that before. And then what was Come the other on. one? What was the other one? Joe, you've never heard sus before? Oh, <laughs> sus is a big one. I can pick it up. Like, I know what you're talking <laughs> mm-hmm. about. But no, I, I've never, like, used it. Oh, yeah. All the kids are no, saying sus. No, it's okay, sus. Joe. You oh, hang okay. out with the right folks if you've never heard this. <laughs> you're missing out on nothing. <laughs> uh, I thought it was funny that he had a profile on thelawyersofdistinction.com. That is Ooh. now taken down. Oh, nice. Well, is, that like the, uh, is that like that... Uh, <clears throat> That high school yearbook that like kids pay to get in the who's who among American high school students or whatever. <laughs> Did you have that in your high school? No, no it's a nationwide. It's about. a nationwide oh yearbook yeah, that you yeah. get crap in the mail when you're like a senior in high school, and basically all it is is a yearbook that you pay money to be in, like Yikes, a nationwide yeah. yearbook, Oof, and then kids yeah. would put that on their college applications. That reeks of desperation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I remember that. I went to high school in Podunk, nowhere, so I've, I've never even heard me of too. this. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> but okay, so to wrap it up, uh, most of these people that he allegedly defrauded were from the Caribbean, and I tried to research how he got off on these criminal charges. I don't know. There wasn't a lot of information out there, but um, he was found to be in violation of the New York professional conduct rules by a referee. And so he can no longer practice the law. Okay. So at the very least, you know. But instead, look out for fraudulent text messages from this guy, like <laughs> trying to get you to buy supplements <laughs> or something <laughs> instead. <laughs> I'm just going to jump right into mine. Um, you know, if you've, been, if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, you know, segues aren't my strong suit. So I'm just going to not do it. It's the um, end of the year. The, I know. It's it's December. I'm done. I, uh, you're lucky I'm even <laughs> sitting here right now. Uh, <laughs> but the, the attorney I wanted to talk about today is is a person who, uh, you know, we, we talked at the top of the show about some kind of basic lawyer stuff that you got to do. And one of the things that's kind of a grind when for a lot of attorneys is billable mm-hmm. hours. But uh, for criminal defense attorney David R. Oh, Tyson dear. in West Virginia... He, uh, I, I don't know. He needs two watches, like somebody else that we were <laughs> going to talk about later. Oh man! Because he has been sanctioned for billing for more than twenty-four hours in a day. Which obviously, unless this guy has Hermione Granger's time turner, <laughs> that is impossible. That is taking rise and grind culture to the extreme. <laughs> it, it's the dream of every uh, big law firm in America. Is to, yeah, yeah, if it, yes, if he if he was actually working round the <laughs> clock like this, 
He would be every big law firm's dream, but he's, I mean, obviously that's ridiculous. And for me, the worst part of this is that it was things that he, or services that he built the Public Defender Services Corporation Not for. even like a firm or a big corporate client, you know? He's representing people who, who have a hard time affording an attorney. And he's billing for, yeah, for more than 24 hours of work completed in a single day in several instances I believe between 2015 and 2018. And this guy had been in the game for a long time. He had been licensed. He'd been practicing in West Virginia for more than 40 years. And yeah, was he had his license suspended for three years. And then another complaint came through a few months after the state disciplinary committee suspended his license. We don't know the details of that complaint. They were not released as part of his agreement to voluntarily have his license annulled this year. It'd be awesome if he just did it again. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Like if he did the exact same thing. It could be that he did the exact same thing. It could be something different. <laughs> uh, yeah, lawyers under investigation for professional misconduct can consent to being disbarred, and that often keeps the details out of the public record, and they save face a little mm. bit. But not today, sir. I'm about to. <laughs> I'm just sitting here talking about how you can't tell time. So Laura throwing truth bombs. He, Laura's he, done. To, it's the ultimate like LinkedIn. Thing where he's like, you know, I found 26 hours in a day to work. There are people out there that do double dip, right? And yeah. in, in many cases, oh, yeah. it's not illegal. It's just like not, it's not, it's frowned upon possibly. But an easy, like the, the most obvious thing you do is don't report more hours than exist in a day. Like that's literally impossible. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like we talked about on our weights in the fish episode. If you're going to cheat, you got to temper it so you don't get caught. I, oh my God! Is that know. a perfect segue to Rudy Giuliani, though? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's talk about Rudy. I'm done. I don't have anything else to say. The ruler's back. <laughs> yeah. All hail the king of lawyers behaving badly, Rudy Giuliani. Honestly, in the lead up to this episode, this is usually my favorite episode of the year, but I was a little nervous because Rudy had had a quiet year. Like I hadn't. <laughs> heard anything about him i mean you know the that usual like film and, ca- just film and cameos yeah yeah he was just at his home office telling you know 17 year old johnny to have a happy birthday and uh <laughs> that he's gonna do that he's gonna do really well on his test yeah and, uh... yeah exactly <laughs> study hard um so he's been doing that kind of stuff but you know i do associate rudy giuliani with reliability uh, for obvious reasons. And so he did. We never should have doubted he, he him. He came through as I knew he would. Uh, so mm-hmm. this actually happened very recently. He, as you probably already know, before a DC disciplinary board, uh, he's going to potentially have his license suspended or he might be disbarred. And this is, of course, related to his failed election fraud lawsuit, which uh, lacked a certain. <laughs> Uh, amount of evidence <laughs> that we would usually associate with a legitimate lawsuit. Um, there was plenty of hair dye, though. <laughs> yes, yeah. That was that was a very diplomatic way to put that, Joe. This is what we come to you for on this show. What, what he lacked in evidence, he made up for in hair dye and press conferences. <laughs> but yeah, this was this was classic Rudy. So he he goes to the a hearing. Uh, it's very combative, uh, I think. Somebody called it a tad argumentative. I, I saw a reported oh, of that. Wow. Um, but yeah, so they were going to adjourn for a lunch break. And Rudy looks at his watch 
and he's wearing two watches on the same wrist. It's not even that he has two watches on two different wrists. Yeah. He's, he's actually wearing two watches back to back, and he had no idea this whole time because the surprise on his face is just so genuine. <laughs> And He's so I think yeah, I mean, just, so <laughs> I mean, similar to the Alex Jones sound effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Oh yeah, and so yeah, he just kind of looks at his wrist in disbelief, and then he turns to uh, his counsel, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm wearing two watches," and like just. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was the face he made yeah. when he realized his mic was yeah. still on. Um, I thought he was gonna like run through the wall like a Looney Tunes character, just disappear in a puff of smoke <laughs> yeah. out of embarrassment or like burrow into the earth it, or it something. Was I don't know. Look, here's my $1 cameo to Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> okay, all right. Rudy, it's your buddy Andy. <laughs> You've lived a long, happy, healthy life of distinction except for the last few years. It's okay to retire, man. Just my good friend Laura was telling me about how lawyers can voluntarily consent to being disbarred. Just just hang it up and go be an old man at a coffee shop. Lord knows you've got plenty of stories to tell people. Yeah. You prosecuted the mob for crying out loud. Write a memoir. Son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write a book. Write a book. Yeah, write a book. And, and maybe stay away from film sets. Yes. Oh, well. I think Sorry. that's a good spot to, yeah. to wrap it up. No, I, I. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2023. And that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Find Laws, Don't Judge Me. Please subscribe to, rate, and review our show wherever you listen to podcasts. Check the show notes for related content. And if you'd like to contact us, send us an email at findlawpodcasts at thompsonreuters.com. 